Welcome to Caregiving is a ministry where we look at the Word of God through the lens of caregiving. Today, we're on Psalm, or in Psalm 54. And it reads, Save me, O God, by your name. Vindicate me by your might. Hear my prayer, O God. Listen to the words of my mouth. Arrogant foes are attacking me. Ruthless people are trying to kill me. People without regard for God. Surely God is my help. The Lord is the one who sustains me. Let evil recoil on those who slander me, and your faithfulness destroy them. I will sacrifice a free will offering to you. I will praise your name, Lord, for it is good. You have delivered me from all my troubles, and my eyes have looked in triumph on my foes. Here's another interesting little um, psalm. It's to be accompanied by string music, my Bible tells me. And this psalm was written by David as a result of another betrayal, this time by someone named Zephites. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Z-E-P-H-I-T-E-S, Zephites. And what Zephites did was he disclosed the location of David's hiding place to Saul. To Saul. We don't know which hiding place. I'm sure David had many. But this time he was betrayed. And in this little psalm, we see David calling on the name of the Lord to rescue him from being captured. Really? It's a prayer in a sense. And we see um, in the last verse that, da- that God answered him. David wasn't captured and his enemy did not have the last word. But what I want to discuss is why would Zephites betray David? Now, there could be a whole host of reasons of why he did that. Maybe he decided to disclose David's hiding place because Zephites actually believed that David was in the wrong and he supported Saul. I mean, it could be as simple as that or there could be other things. David, you know, took his Wheaties one morning. We don't know. But for whatever reason, Zephites decided that doing the right thing was to disclose the hiding place of David. But you know, this is reflective of human behavior, human nature. There are always two sides to every story, always. And in this world, we are often faced with a choice. Sometimes you may be able to be neutral on an issue, but very few. Most of us, I mean, most decisions or whatnot, we we have to choose something. And it's important for us, the believers of God, for us to pray prior to us taking a stand, making a choice, and to continue to pray as after we've chosen the side that we want to be on. You see, we're in turbulent times, right? Newsflash, I doubt it. (laughs) Societies they're just so fractured and we're losing our ability to hear each other and to consider the other side the other viewpoint you don't have to agree but at least listen and learn why they came to the side that they're on but our thing is to always be prayerful because things can change more information can come out that would make you change your mind from the position that you once held 
to where you are now. Sometimes age just has a way of making us look at things differently. You know, here in America, our political climate, you know, you're either a Republican or a Democrat. I mean, we have a few independents, but but it's interesting how people can be so loyal to a particular party or to a particular denomination. And I always tell people, and it's the truth, I am absolutely not loyal to anything other than Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is the only person who has my absolute trust and authority always. Everything else, we may have to talk about some issues. Now, I'm not saying that this is the stance that you need to take. I just want you to be clear that putting absolute faith and trust in other things other than God, hmm, you may... You may have to think about that from time to time because as you grow, your opinions may change. As new information comes out, your opinion may change. But picking a side and then deciding that the other side is absolutely wrong and then doing whatever you can do to make sure that the other side, quote unquote, gets theirs, that can get into some problems, right? Because listen, had God not intervened, David could have been killed as a result of what Zephitus did, thinking that he was doing the right thing. People can get hurt when we make the wrong decisions or we back the wrong choice, so to speak. As children of God, we want to make sure that to the best of our ability, we stand for what is right and also allow the Holy Spirit to continue to speak to us. Hard lines can be drawn, and I don't know if they should be, right? They can be drawn within families and friends when there are opposing views. Let's make sure that we're listening to God first. And there may be hard lines during your season of caregiving, right? How you care for your loved one. If there are other family members involved, you know, they may want a decision into how to care for your loved one. I ask that you be prayerful and always seek to do what is best for your loved ones. Sometimes maybe what's best for your loved one is to place them in a facility, especially if their disease is so difficult that you're not able to manage or if they're a danger to themselves or others. I was able to take care of my mom at home, but many of you may not be able to do that. And there can be strong feelings as to whether caring for your loved one at home is the right thing to do. I had a a colleague when I was in Hawaii, when mama was living with me, her mother also had Alzheimer's and I think her mother had diabetes as well. And while she was stationed in Hawaii, I don't remember what state her mother was, but she had siblings. And it was one of her sisters who was the primary caregiver for their mother. And, and that sister had the mother there at the house. And I remember my colleague telling me that, you know, there were times they'd be all on the phone, you know, checking in what needed to be done. And when the sister would say, we're going to do X, Y, and Z, my colleague stated, you know, there were some times I didn't necessarily agree with her. She goes, but I also recognized that she was the one who was taking care of mom. What a very mature attitude to have. So those hard lines that can be drawn when you're on opposite views, they weren't there because of the maturity of my colleague. Yes, she was a Christian. (laughs) And so sometimes you may have to do that. If you listen to this podcast and you may not be a caregiver, but one of your siblings is a caregiver and you're questioning how they care for them, 
You have to put yourself in their shoes because they're with your loved one 24 hours a day. And it is an emotional toil. But once again, be prayerful. There are strong feelings. And when you think you're doing the right thing, I need you to make sure that it is doing the right thing in Jesus Christ. As with everything, pray on it and allow the Holy Spirit to guide you. And you know, you'll know that you've heard from him when you have complete peace in your decision. So let's not be Zephites. <laughs> let's just be children of God who understand that sometimes, even though we may take a side, we don't have to draw those hard lines. Stay prayerful. Let's pray. Dear Lord, we thank you. We thank you for revealing in this psalm that we don't need to be the ones that are always disclosing information on others. It's a, it's a way of gossiping, but who are we to decide what is absolutely right? You are God, and that decision is left up to you. What we ask you to, Father, is for you to continue to guide us into making godly decisions and to help us to stand for what is right and, and to pray for those that we may disagree with, but not to be ungodly in our behavior when we come upon disagreements. Father, I ask that you specifically look for, look and help the caregivers who are listening who may be experiencing hard line drawings between family members in the caregiving season as to how their loved ones should be careful, cared for. I ask that you soften hearts right now in the name of Jesus and allow them to really focus on what is best for the person who is to be cared for and looking out for the caregiver. Make it clear to them, Father. And if the caregiver has to make a hard stand that you have given them revelation to do, clearance to do, help them to do that with your peace and steadfastness knowing that they are doing your will. We love you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Alrighty, go and minister the act of caregiving. In the name of Jesus, bye.